It's Wednesday, March the 8th, day 13, and this is The Daily Pause. This is a podcast dedicated to waiting on God, and we're glad you've joined us again. I have with me one more time my friend Andrea Like. Where did you grow up, Andrea, by the way? Manteca, California. Manteca, California. Is there a lot of farms there or cows or anything like that? What's just going on there? Cows, cows. Lots of farms. And there was a sugar plant. So when you drove through Manteca, you knew it because it smelled really bad. Yep. And you probably got used to it after a while, huh? For sure. You didn't notice it. <laughs> so would you consider yourself sort of a city girl or a local uh, a farm girl or whatever? City girl. City girl. Yeah. You like it more? Yeah. Very good. Well, we're glad you're with us. She's going to be praying for us and uh, reading for us in just a few moments. But let's begin with just a few minutes of quiet to still our hearts and say, Lord, we're inviting you into these few moments to speak to us. We want to not just be talking all the time or thinking all the time. We want to stop and listen. And that's what we're going to do for a few moments. Let's begin now. Day 13. Water. Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but those who drink of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty. The water that I will give will become in them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. John 4, 13-14. Water is one of the most powerful images that Jesus uses to describe himself. When Jesus calls himself our living water, he means he satisfies our deepest thirst. Not only does this water quench our thirst, but it also becomes like a spring bubbling up inside of us, filling us with the life God wants to give us. For what do we thirst? Theologian and humanitarian Jean Veneer points out that to be thirsty in biblical language is to be dried up inside, to feel totally empty and in anguish. To be thirsty is to long for love, acceptance, and affirmation. In other words, it is to thirst for a heart-to-heart connection with the living and loving God. Jesus invites those who thirst to come to him and drink his life-giving water. To drink from Jesus is to receive his spirit in our lives. The water Jesus offers makes our lives new. As you're reading those words, and I'm thinking about some of your story, Andrea, the process of learning to uh, leave anguish. You've gone through some stuff in your life, we both know, and you've shared publicly with our church. But um, how have you experienced the living water of God in your life? Name one instance where you felt like the Lord just refreshed your soul. I would say my journey in 2021 with losing the weight, like I felt refreshed in a way I had never had felt before. His living water, I feel like, had washed away some of those things I held on to as a child, Mm -hmm. Um, the not living up to my 
dad's standards, the comparison to my twin sister, all those things, I felt that his living water washed away. And I'm not going to lie. There's times I feel like I've picked up some of those, but it, God has been challenging me to renew my, my mind and to invite his living water to, to take those away again. Yeah. We need that reminder because we'll deal with things that have been part of our brain's uh, intake module and they stay with us forever. And we have to sort of allow the Holy Spirit to renew our mind um, through his refreshing that comes. And I've seen that in you. You know, I've just seen your, you work hard on the things that God's doing in and through you, that you've let him change you on the inside and changing the outside. But then I've watched you give that love away to people here in our church and be such a life a life force here in our fellowship, and I'm thankful for that. Before we do the practical daily practice, why don't you pray over us that for those that they would begin to hear and receive that fresh life-giving water. Would you pray over that? I will. Lord, we thank you that you are the life-giving water. I just pray for each and every one that hears this podcast and reads the devotional that they will um, ask for your living water to wash through them, to flow through them, and to draw them to you. That during this Lent season, that they will um, be renewed in body and mind and spirit, and that your um, living water would cover those places that are um, causing uh, harm in their mental health and their physical health, Lord, that your living water would flow through the deep crevices of people's minds and hearts that need your touch today. And so, Lord, we just thank you for the water that you do give us on a daily basis. When we ask, you give, and we thank you for that. Amen. Lord, I just want to add, just as we're talking about water, and yesterday we prayed about the land of Kenya. We have so many in our fellowship that are from that place, and we just ask, Lord, and join with them for their homeland and for our brothers and sisters and the nation of Kenyan and those in East Africa experiencing a drought, literally not enough water. We, Lord, again, ask for the rain. We ask for you to bring clean water again from heaven to that location. Even as we're talking about you being the proverbial living water, we know that you care for us daily, our provider. Do that for this land, Lord, we pray showers of blessing from heaven, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Why don't you read the daily practice for us? Daily practice. Whenever you drink water today, say this prayer. Lord, in my thirst for you, give me your water of life. Every sip of water can serve as a reminder of the living water of Jesus. That's right. How many water? How much water are you supposed to drink a day? I think half of your body weight in ounces is what they say. So get on it there, friends, today. Start drinking some water, and every time you do, say, Lord, in my thirst, give me your water of life. What a great thought for today. Thank you, Andrea, and thank you, everyone else, for joining us. We're grateful that you have. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye.